Welcome to the RedX Real Estate Podcast. Here, you'll discover how to create stability and opportunity for your business with tips, tricks, habits, and hacks from top performing agents. If you'd like to receive notifications for new episodes, be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you like to listen. And for even more updates on eBooks, webinar trainings, and other useful real estate content, head over to theredx.com slash blog and click on any blog post to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Thanks for listening. Now sit back and enjoy the episode. Well, welcome everybody to another great episode of the Red X Podcast. We are so glad that you could join us wherever you're joining us from, uh, that you listen to your favorite podcast. And joining with all of us here today, I'm super excited to welcome Don Hobbs with us. Uh, Don, just say hi real quick to the audience. We'll hey, everybody. Minute. Thanks, Robert. Appreciate it. <laughs> and I, I got to tell you, as you guys, as everyone's hopping on right now, I'm personally excited about this one because we're always bringing the best minds in real estate on the show, and Don is one of those. Uh, but I'm in marketing and Don is going to talk to us about marketing and branding and he's an expert in those fields. So I'm super pumped to have you on the show today, Don, and learn from you. Uh, but Thanks. before we jump in, just a, a couple housekeeping items for those uh, hopping on. Go ahead and throw in the comments where you're listening from. Let us know that you're here. Say hi. And then throughout the show, if there's any questions that come up, uh, we'll try to get to them during the show. So you just put them in the comments, whether it's on Facebook, on YouTube wherever you're joining us live today. And uh, and then make sure to subscribe at redx.com slash podcast so you know what's always coming up and you can stay current on all of the great guests that we're bringing you. Uh, but let's get down to business today, Don. Uh, real quick, if you don't mind, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about your story uh, because I think uh, people will really quickly realize why you're the guy to listen to today. Uh, I appreciate that. Well, I have long background. I've been training realtors for years and I've uh, trained just about coming up on 2 million of them. So we'll, <laughs> we'll keep that number rolling. I hope for, for a good many years. Uh, I had the good fortune to have a very large uh, uh, branding marketing company in the real estate space called Hobsherder Advertising. And we changed uh, the game. Actually, a lot of what you see today came from that era. But I had good root, good roots. I had a good startup with my first business venture was with Jim Rohn hmm. and uh, met him when I was just a kid, 18 years old. And aside from a big gawky kid that came about three months later, this big guy named Tony Robbins came along. <laughs> so and, and so a few other big names that, that went on to do some interesting things all came out of that time. Uh, Jim was an incredible mentor. Of course, I was with him for eight years, the last two as his president. Wow. Uh, so I had a lot of foundation and personal growth and, you know, really developing quickly. So it wasn't 18. I was 18 plus all the books and experiences and things that I had done. Uh, so when we started Hobbs Herder, it was, it was a real, you know, jettison up. We really created a, a mark in the industry and became, uh, you were putting about 50, 60,000 people a year through our programs. Uh, so we did some really fun stuff and impacted a lot of uh, folks. And then uh, I had the good fortune to uh, be involved with a real estate company. We owned a nine-state region, probably more significant for some of your Red X uh, listeners. <laughs> I was uh, Gary Keller's business partner on a project for a while. We actually did some great stuff around his uh, magic book called uh, The One Thing, which is uh, still book. one of the better sellers in the world. Yeah. Uh, and so we got a chance to play together, but he and I had been friends for years, so we may get into something around that today. But uh, and then uh, more recently, you know, I became president of Success Magazine a few years, uh, three years ago. And uh, we've got, you know, our expert partners, which we train and coach and, and really help agents elevate their business, elevate their game. And, and a lot of it is elevate their mind first and then, then the skills and all that comes along with it. So 
that's uh that's the long and the short of it. Yeah. So well, the long and the short of it is that whatever you're doing in real estate, it's got your fingerprints all over. So who's ever joining us, uh, they've been influenced in some Could way be. by something you've already done, and they they might not even know it. So they might not. Uh, that that is that is awesome. Thank you so much for taking time to join us today. Thanks for um, having me. So yeah, we want to talk a little bit. A lot of people jump in, and you know they get their license, and when they're getting that license, they don't talk a, a lot hardly at all about marketing yourself and growing your business and getting your clients. It's all about your contracts and signing the right papers, right? Um, and so people get started and they say, where are these clients supposed to come from? How do I get people to know that I'm a real estate agent? So you've done this a lot, but maybe where, where should people get started? Uh, these people that are, are, are newer agents or even people that have been around a while that say, I still don't feel like people know who I am, what my brand is and what I'm offering. Yeah, well, let's start with the fact that most agents don't think about having a brand because if you kind of follow the norm of real estate, you get in and you go, what do I do now? And and uh, we do realize that licensing has nothing to do with actually being successful, right? There's no yeah. correlation between those two things. And so we start following people and they're, you know, let's jump on the phone and make calls. And if you don't make calls, you're not going to, and there's whole systems around that. And I never believed that. I always believed that the way business works, I mean, if we look at business in the big world, I don't mean real estate, I mean business. Yeah. Nike doesn't call you and say, hey, we saw you running the other day. Those shoes are pathetic. Come and look at our new line. And Taco Bell doesn't call you and say, yo quiero Taco Bell. I mean, no company does that. You know, the way they do it is they build a brand. And then we identify that we have a need for that product now. I just, you know, I was playing tennis when I blew up my Achilles earlier this year. But oh, no. I'll need a new pair of tennis shoes when I come back. And guess what? I'll be going down and I'll be predisposed to buy the brand. So, but realtors don't think that way because they don't think of themselves in business. They're looking for the deal. And as long as you're transactional only, then that sort of makes sense. The challenge, of course, is, and I remember saying this to a gal not long ago, and I said, you know, the truth is you're after your first deal right now. The challenge will be 10 years from now when you're still looking for your next deal because they're looking so transactionally. Yeah. It's always looking for the next client instead of how do I build a brand that attracts clients? How do I get some, you know, something built so they see me as the answer to their questions, problems, uh, their real estate needs. And, you know, as long as you kind of look at the big picture. Now, that said, Robert, the other side of it is you have to look at the fact that while I'm building a brand, brands don't build overnight. Yeah, that's right. right? A so, logo doesn't make a brand and make people want to come find you. And No, yeah. and, it, and it's more than just a logo. But, <laughs> yeah. but again, the brand doesn't make them come instantly, although I've, I got some interesting stories about that. But reality, we tell them, you know, your brand's going to take time for it to sink in, for it to hit, for it to land with people. And they go, oh, that's my guy or that's my lady. She's a, he's my realtor, which, by the way, you know, is interesting to the question of can you be somebody's realtor before they need it? And can you have them identify you in advance as my realtor? Like, I'm not sick, but I have a doctor. Yeah. Like, my taxes aren't due right now, but I've got a CPA. Just like professionals are in my life, but a realtor, we don't even have one. So what we do is we then go to Zillow, we look at houses and we get the lucky agent that comes along with it. Or we go <laughs> look at open houses and we get the lucky agent that comes along with the house we looked at. And that's, that's right. not a way to build a brand at all, right? That's a way of getting deals. And again, as long as we keep transactional, those are useful tools. And they're, they're certainly useful in the early stages, especially because you've got to get business now yeah. while you're building the brand for, you know, Tony Robbins came and spoke for us uh, last year. And of course, you know, that, that super fun to have him come into our, our real estate company. But what was fun about it was he said, you know, there's always two businesses, the one you're in now, 
and the one that you're building. Well, the one you're building is the business. This is the uh, tactics. This is the mm. getting deals. This is the now stuff. So what you're really needing to do is blend that stuff. So whether it's expires or fizzbos or whether it's uh, calling on your, your sphere, which is certainly a genius place to go. They already know yeah. you like you trust you. You've already got some of your marketing stuff done with them. Uh, start there, start the flow, but key while you're doing that, what's your marketing strategy? Where's your, where's your target? You know, who's your, who's your niche? Yeah. Uh, you know, how do we think about who I am and what I want to do with my life? You know, my marketing and branding company was to realtors. It could have been to CPAs. It could have been to, uh, interior designers. It could have been anywhere, but it was to realtors, right? So yeah. we made that choice. Why? Because my business partner was a broker. I had lots of experience through the Jim Rohn era with realtors. Real, real estate was emerging as an industry. Tr frankly, it was all mom and pops joining Century 21 at the time. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I know it sounds crazy or ERA or, you know, some of the big brands that were of that time. But what's interesting is you have, you have to make that decision about who's my target. And we chose realtors because I felt comfortable there. Who do you feel comfortable with? Like who's your maybe you came out of a past occupation you go, wow, I, you know, came out of the medical industry or the medical device industry, or, you know, I ride Harleys for a living. There's all kinds of money in the Harley world. Why don't I go figure out how to get to those people? So niches are interesting because, yeah, you know, they can be defined through people or, or properties, but we got to have that and then start something because if it's going to take months, we got to start now. And then it takes months. And then that starts to, feed me leads, feed me, come list me, feed me. We see you all the time while wow, you're knocking out of the park, come do it for us. Yeah. Right? And I think that's really the key. And, and I like that. And I think, you know, we know in the real estate in industry, there's high turnover. And so people are trying new things all the time, right? But a brand does take time to build, like you said. So what would be some advice you'd give somebody that like, let's say they started down the Harley Davidson and they're uh, six months into it. And then they're like, actually, I think I want to be a luxury agent instead. So maybe I'll try that. How like, can people be trying different niches at the same time? Uh, what would you recommend? Be like, hey, whoa, slow down. And this yeah. is what it takes to build a brand. What what advice would you give to someone that that go, go, go and and but a brand takes time? Yeah, ready, fire, aim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and And again, that's one way that people do it. And I think the other thing that's really sexy is you you watch programs and you go, oh, she's going after this market. I love that. I could do that. And then you hear somebody else and you go, oh, I love that. I'm like, I could do that. <clears throat> you're going to make a decision. You're going to choose what you do. You're going to commit to it, right? I, I'm just going to tell you. Yeah. And it's hard because you go, but what if I give up all this business? And first of all, the laughable part is I always tell people, you don't have that business now. So you're, <laughs> you're not giving anything up, right? You, That's right. You're doing nothing. You're new. You got nothing. So start somewhere. But I think um, it comes back to almost anything has got potential, but there are things like I usually ask people, go give me three ideas for what you could specialize in. Give me three different options, right? You're in, in Austin. I've got, you know, lake front, lake view, lake, whatever. I, things around the lake lifestyle. Uh, I've got, you know, hill country. I've got downtown. Let's just pick those as big generalizations. Uh, which one do you like best? Well, I love the downtown lifestyle. Do you live downtown? No, I live about in, you know, I live up 20 miles north of there. Well, okay, that might not be a good thing for you. Let's yeah. let's pick something that's more what your lifestyle is, who you are, right? Um, and it's not just pick the price range and say that's what I'm going to do. Yet it could be it just takes sometimes more 
time, energy, and we've got to get our heads wrapped around what is it I need to look like, be like, and is that authentic for me to, to get to that other market that's not who I naturally am? Um, so I usually give people that, that assignment, go get three things, write about them, talk about them, do some research on them, see if there's a way to figure it out. And by the way, let's not rule out geography, which is the old, yeah. old style of let's knock on doors, but we don't have to knock on doors. We can knock on minds, right? We don't have to knock on doors. That's, that's pretty old school, but we can <laughs> knock on minds and we can knock on minds through direct mail, which is still a little bit old school, but I'll tell you the number of articles, the number of things being published about that right now as it's come back is amazing. Yeah. And then of course there's the social media stuff. There's, uh, there's so, so many ways of marketing ourselves today that just opens up every possibility. But I think you have to get down to, you know, pick some, let's do some research and then let's commit. And then commit and, and stick to it. Uh, Cause changing around, then you'll never get the benefit of the work that you're putting into it. I totally agree. Three feet from um, gold, right? You've, you've heard the story of three feet from gold. I was, I was right there, but then I went somewhere right. else. Yeah, that's right. No, that's great. And then, and we talked a little bit, uh, you know, pre-show too, is that th this, this step's really important because you got to figure out who you're going to target. Uh, but again, we're still thinking of now business. I need transactions now, which are important. Uh, but there's this step that comes in about developing a strategy and how you're going to talk to them uh, that I think gets jumped over. We we both talked about that. That can get jumped over when uh, when when we when we're uh, single focused on the now business. Uh, how can an agent that now says, "Okay, I'm going to focus on on these two neighborhoods that are close to me. It's this kind of uh, there are these kinds of homes and these kind of price range." What what's the next step that they go through to make sure that they don't jump ahead of the game without establishing that brand and, and getting a strategy? Oh, I, I I'm not sure where that where the the fall down there would be. I think you know if you've picked a neighborhood, and again I don't care if it's near you or not near you, it's easier than having to drive 20 miles. But but the point is I want to. It's a kind of person. It's a maybe it's a price range, which again relates to a kind of person, right? You starter homes, first time buyers that came in there, a younger crowd potentially, is it, you know, the younger families, by the way, in that becomes part of my strategy. Uh, right. Is it, is it a more senior marketplace in that becomes part of my strategy? How do I get to seniors versus how do I get to families? How do I get to, so that the target dictates the strategies and that's why it's so important to have one. And what most people do is they go, well, I'm going after everybody. If they can fog a mirror, you know, <laughs> They're my client. I'm like, no, yeah. I don't think so. I think that makes you average. And just like every other realtor searching for the next deal. Right. So yeah. I think, I think if you can get to the place where you've made the conscious choice, the decision about how to get to them becomes next. And of course, you're dealing with small families, you might have soccer uh, games going on and soccer moms, and you've got, you know, maybe you're sponsoring teams and, and there's things you can do around that. Maybe there's a website you can set up or a Facebook group that you can set up around that. So the, the target really dictates, like, what are my options? Yeah. Right? I, and, and I love that because that is the next step. And it's, but it all comes from you deciding who you are and who you're targeting. Yep. Because uh, then once you know who it is and you find out where they are, like you said, the soccer games, and, and you go there. You, you're not forcing them to come to you. You get to go to them to, uh, to, to get in yeah. front of them and, and speak to them. Uh, what, what are some of the... I, I mean, obviously you've trained a lot of people, but what are the mistakes you see these uh, agents make? So you, you've given them advice 
or maybe they've been trying stuff for a while and that's why they come to you. But what are the biggest pitfalls? What are those mistakes that you see that you're like, oh, if you would just do these two things and stay away from it, then I, then you'd be a lot further along down the road. Yeah, not making a decision is the first one. Not not <laughs> choosing something is the first one. Because again, I'm gonna I'm gonna practice my I'm take my you know, do my practice for a while. I'm gonna do my practice for a few months, a few years. Then I'll make a decision. Well, you won't because you'll be in a habit of generalization. You'll be in a habit of doing these varied things. I show up for chamber of commerce meetings. I go to these things. I do this stuff. All unrelated. All disjointed. All just hunting and pecking for the next deal. And you'll never, you know, come back. So I always say, make the commitment, just make the commitment, decide you can change. I mean, if you made yeah. the wrong decision, you can change. Uh, but you have to realize if you do the research up front and if people need help, I mean, they should reach out. I'll, I'll be happy to give them some framework around that. But the fact is, uh, I think once you've made those choices, everything becomes clear. Once you've made the commitment, by the way, then there's no options, right? The, the, yeah. The, the opportunity is, this is what I've decided to do. And with that, like, this is an interesting. I remember one of our guys, Robert, it was interesting. We had a guy in Philadelphia, uh, Alan Dom, and he was known as the condo king. And in one building, so this was written in, in NAR, you know, Real, Realtor Magazine, it was yeah. written up in that. Uh, out of one building, 53 listings were taken one year, 53 listings so, sold in that, out, in that building, 52 were his, <laughs> okay? So I've never met a realtor with 97% market share, except yeah, Alan Dom, awesome. except one guy, right? So then you go to the next building over because now I've dominated this building. I need more space to expand. Another building like it, and you just keep gobbling up. But one of the things the article went on to talk about, and we used to talk about this with, with him all the time, is I've got people that own the penthouse that own a vacation property that's 30 minutes from here you know, that's like green fields and all that stuff. And this is downtown. I won't take those listings. Like I, I'm the condo king. That's what I do. And I always come back to, you know, how many babies does a neurosurgeon deliver in a year? <laughs> you know, how many, how many foot surgeries does a, does a, you know, a, a baby doctor do yeah. in a year? And the answer is none because they've picked their, they made their choice. That's what they did. They made the choice. They made the decision, made the commitment. That's what they went for. And everything gets poured into that. Everything comes through the filter of that. Every opportunity comes through the filter of that. And things then aren't like even tools. You know, you should buy this. You should have that. Marketing idea, marketing idea. Yeah, that's great. Not for this market. That's awesome for this market. That's good. Not for this market. So you don't get distracted with stuff because you know that things are either a fit or not a fit. We're not just grabbing at straws looking for, you know, like the, the claim on almost everything that's sold is, you know, with just two deals, you'll pay for this, you know, <laughs> you'll get yeah. your money back. If you just do two deals, I'm like, how many things do I have to own and just do two deals to pay for those yeah. <laughs> uh, in the real estate world, instead of just landing and building a business. I, I, a brand. I love that. And, and the focus of it, it, it sounds so simple, but it is the hardest decision to make, it right? Is. Because totally. suddenly saying no to things is more important than what you're saying yes to. And, and it's really hard to say no to things. It's hard to say no to something that you know has been successful with somebody else. Or, I mean, I love the story that you just shared about the condos because I think most people are like, well, I'm going to take any list, possible listing I can have. Yeah. But this condo king, he says, no, this is what I do. And he's yeah. an expert. And he gets, what do you say, 52 out of 53 listings? 97% right? market share in one building. Yeah. I mean, Unheard if you of. were doing that in a neighborhood or not, like, then why venture out? 
but you have to be focused to do that. Yes. Uh, yes. So I love that advice. And by the way, it doesn't matter if it's uh, condos is easy. In fact, Allison, my, my uh, beauty queen upstairs, uh, she is, uh, you know, we're going after the condo market at Austin, Texas. We live in Puerto Rico, by the way. So oh, you know, we're nice. not always there, but her niche was that. And I remember when she first started and she had a very similar experience where a guy calls and says, Hey, I see your condo Contessa, which was her thing, her slogan, her logo and all that. And I'm going to come back to a question you asked me too, by the yeah. way, but, um, he said, uh, we've got a family realtor, but she doesn't specialize in condos. And I thought that was a really interesting comment. It was the first week, first piece she ever sent out. So she had no brand except that it spoke for itself. Yeah. Right. And the second week, somebody called her from Dallas and said, uh, my friend who lives in the building, I own a condo in there. My friend told me you're the condo. Didn't know what a condo Contessa, but it was you're the <laughs> condo queen or whatever she said. And, and Allison took that listing. So it's like, if you do it right, it could be that obvious. And if you don't, it takes a little time to build something. But this could be geographics, it could be kinds of people, could be kinds of properties, you know, coastal, golf course, could be, again, doctors, could be medical, could be teachers. I mean, you, especially teachers come out of teaching. They know teachers, they know how to get paid, they know how they think, they know how they, like it's easy to find them. It's easy to get, you know, trust, credibility. So again, I think you need to find something that's your story that feels real comfortable. Yeah. And then dive in. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, you said something about the, the uh, what are the things that they do wrong? I think that oh, yeah. many people also, I, I answered part of it, but I want to come back. I think part of the thing is that people think a logo is their brand. I think people think their picture, that they use mm -hmm. the same picture over and over again, that's their brand. Uh, it's not. A brand is really much more than that. It's, it's how, what you stand for. It's how you show up. It's it's, you know, it's the words that come out of your mouth. It's the videos that you're shooting. Like you're creating a brand in so many things. It's communicating this big picture message that's more than just this. And, uh, right. you know, a little headshot doesn't make a brand in any way, shape or form. In fact, it's pretty boring. Yeah. So, you know. And, and I, I mean, I would think, and, and I've seen that too, is that is a, a big mistake people make is mm -hmm. that they spend an afternoon coming up with, uh, you know, how to write their initials really cool and uh and uh their headshot and and they say i've i've now branded myself that that is my brand and that's what i'll use over and over again and uh, and that's why what you're saying is it doesn't happen in an afternoon it happens over a long period of time as you establish who you are what you do and what principles you have and it, and it happens over and over again because you have to live that you have to be that uh you right. can't just it can't just be a picture and so i really really uh like uh, your advice there and what, and what you're saying about that to help agents understand what it's going to take to build that reputation. Yeah. Reputation takes time. Brand is a little less time, but the reputation is, is through long time. That's where your, your uh, reviews start showing up. That's where your testimonials start paying off. That's where all that stuff. And then it just starts to add up because there's this big overarching brand and then there's the pieces of it. Like I do social media and I do this and I do this and I do this, but everybody goes, you need videos. Okay. I'm going to shoot some videos about what and for <laughs> yeah. whom yeah. who cares. Right? So there's the big picture, which is the big decisions. And then everything else becomes a part of that or much easier because of the framework you've set. Yeah. It, it, it actually makes those decisions easier because you've made the big decision up front of right. This is where I'm going to uh, spend my time and money. These are the people I'm trying to get in front of. And then you can evaluate the tools, the strategies. Does that help me get to this audience? 
as opposed right. to does it help me get business? There's a lot of tools that help you get business. Does it help me get in front of this audience that I am trying to get in front of? Totally. Yeah. Yeah, that that makes sense. Uh, I, I like that a lot. And and so what that first step then is deciding what you want your brand to be is choosing your audience, and then you go into those strategies, the tools, everything else. But you have a framework uh, to make right. those decisions. Right. Like and once you've made the brand, you know you've decided the brand. You've got your. I mean, listen. In the real world of marketing, you've got brand standards. The 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 the, the uh, uh, fonts you're going to use, the color schemes you're going to follow. I mean, all your things look like all your things and they go, Oh, it's him again. Or it's, Oh, it's her again. It's her again. It's her again. Instead of, Oh, look, a realtor. Oh, look, a realtor. Cause I know people that yeah. have marketed to houses for years and people don't even get the connection that, Oh, he or she's been here for years because they never established that. Yeah. So I think there's some real, uh, wasting of money. If you don't pour it into an ongoing brand that will pay off for years and years and years and get stronger and stronger through markets. Like, by the way, in the changing market, who do you think is winning? Those with no brands who came in with almost no skills two and three and four years ago. Sorry, guys, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not, I'm on your side. I'm, I'm, I'm your fan, but I'm just saying if you came in and they were falling in your lap. You didn't have to do any of this stuff. That's right. Right. And, and, and we see that, I mean, with, with the tools that we help people with and, uh, that really help build your brand uh, yep. when, when you're when you're using Red X tools. Um, we see that is that there was a lull where people said, "I can't even get signs in the ground. I don't need to do all that work right now." And the market changed, which it always does. And always. Uh, and and it's a skills based market right now. And yes. those with established brands, established systems, uh, they they can do that. And going back to something that you said, you know, a lot of people say, "Well, I'm going to sell a house for anybody." And the problem is, is that you have two finite commodities to use your time and your money. And unless you can afford to be on every billboard, every radio station, every TV station, every sign, whatever it is, and then have the time to follow up with everybody that sees that, uh, you can't pick everybody as your audience. You, right. uh, so, so this isn't just a, a nice idea to choose an audience. It's literally the only way to have a sustainable business is to yes. choose your audience. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and I think it's it's going to be real interesting to see what people take from this because you know I've got friends uh, who I've got two friends that go after dog owner dog friendly markets. I mean, you think it's got to be like me the professional? It's like no. It's a, how do people think? How do people like you and and relate to you? You know, it's like we got a friend here that has a new little dog, and I said you should take that thing with you everywhere you go because everybody's going to stop you. <laughs> and and then build everything from that. And we actually just wrote some chat GPT uh, blogs from the voice of the dog of the <laughs> owner, right? For the newsletter that they were sending out. So it's like, yeah. you can have fun with this. This is really yeah. becomes your lifestyle it becomes what you're, what you're about. It's, it's really you. It's your authenticity, right? It's yeah. Yeah. That's what makes and, it great. And, and we, and we've talked about this a little bit before, but people love authenticity. And so yeah. what it, it, it you don't have to go off after the biggest uh, piece of the pile out there. You have, you go after uh, authentically who you are and there is a niche there of people that you're going to be able to talk to and relate with, and they're going to relate with you and want to have you around. So yeah, I love that. Now we're getting a little bit short on time here. And so, but I want to make that. sure uh, because we, we kind of, we talked a lot of, a lot of different things, mostly honing in on your audience, but um, you have so much more advice and knowledge than that. What's something that we didn't get to talk about or some last words that you'd love to leave with those 
tuning in now and, and listening uh, wherever they're listening to the podcast? You know, big picture, um, I think it's, I said at the top of the hour, um, you know, you're looking at how to build a business, not just how to get deals. And I think that's first mindset shift, right? I'm looking to grow a business. I want to be a business owner, study business. Don't study realtors. Most of them are broke. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, study business. And then if you study business, you start looking for leverage and, you know, leverage. I look at personal development because I hung out with Jim Rohn so long. I looked at how do we grow ourselves and become more and see more opportunities, see more options. Personal growth is one. Two is marketing. I believe in marketing from from the get-go. I, I used to say to people, I don't know what your problem is, but I know the answer is marketing because <laughs> it is for everything. It is for servicing. It is for past clients. It is, it is in every aspect, how we get clients, how we keep clients, and how we continue with clients, right? It's all marketing. Retention, hiring agents, all of it. Recruiting, all of it. It's all marketing. And then you've got process and systems. Look at your process and systems. Don't do one-offs. If you do it twice, you need a system. You know, it's like in everything in the business is pretty clear. This is not a hard business. Yeah, uh, it's not simple, but I mean, it's a it's re repetition of the same stuff over and over and over again. And then the fourth and final part is you leverage yourself through people. And I think, uh, you know, two things I would say. One is we forget that the gig economy allows us to expand and grow through lots of people that we could not afford in the past. That's one thing. And of course, uh, I have to just say in this time frame uh, that you're watching this, the world of AI has just opened up a whole new world. And I just did a chat GPT program last week and presented that you have eight employees and here's their jobs. And here's what you ask these different eight personas, you know, from marketing assistant to my blog writer, to my video editor, to my, and all those people are in, oh, that's right. AI, right. They're yeah. all in artificial <laughs> intelligence. So we can leverage ourselves in so many ways, but think business. Uh, you know, I hate to say it, read the book, The E-Myth. It's been around for a hundred years, but not, not really, but I mean, but a long time. Yeah. And uh, it, it just lays out. It's not being good at what you do. It's being good at the business of what you do. You know, it's being good at what you do is critical, of course. Yes. But you've yeah. got to be good at the business of what you do. Yeah. And if I could get that through to people, I think then, then marketing makes sense. Then the longer term approach while you're doing short term stuff for survival and then just remember that you're, you know, you're bigger than you know. You, you've, you know, if, if you haven't done well in real estate, you probably have beat yourself up. If you've uh, not done well in life and you're trying a new start in real estate, um, you know, if you've done really well in real estate, maybe you've got a good self-confidence. But so much of that is what's going to dictate whether you remember how powerful you are. And we are, you know, we're extremely powerful beings and we've got a great opportunity to do big things in this business is a seven figure business minus the mistakes we make and the things we don't do. So <laughs> there's the, there's the challenge, right? I have, I have too many minuses on my ledger. I need to get rid of some of those. Yeah. Don, hey, I love they it. Go, they can go to donhobs.com. Of course, they can look at my site and yeah, that's and, what I uh, want they've to got some next. special reports and some, some free stuff. And I, in fact, the new site may have just come out. I didn't look, but maybe come out today or yesterday or tomorrow. Oh, but as like the brand new sites coming out. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. there we go. Yeah. Special for all our listeners, brand new site, Don Hobbs, uh, two bs.com. Uh, can find out more about Don. Don, thank you. I know we barely scratched the surface. Um, but we I'll come so back. Much come invite yes. me, please. I love to, yes, Robert. We're going to awesome. have you back. I, I'm going to just like, maybe you'll be my personal coach and I'm going to have you on. I'm going to say it's for the podcast and I'm going to interview you to get all this good information because uh, I love it. it. It's been great. I know our uh, listeners today and then this will get played uh, over and over again as valuable content. And 
in how we can grow our business in the real estate industry. Thank you, Don, for being here. Thank, Thank you, everyone you, else, for being here. Uh, and uh, please uh, make sure to stop in at redx.com slash podcast so that you know what's coming up next and uh, never miss another episode and keep listening wherever it is that you listen to the podcast. We appreciate your time. Appreciate everyone joining in. Everyone have a great rest of the week and we'll see you next week. Thank you.